If you could rate the Green Lantern on a scale of one to 10, 10 being the best movie, one being the worst, <laughs> what mean. number would you give it? I would, I would give it a, a scant four. You would give it a four. Yeah, three or four. You give it, it a three or it four. Didn't work. I'm, I'm, it didn't I, work. Yeah, one. It's a oh, one. It's a one. <laughs> Hello everybody, welcome back to another episode of Every DC Movie Ever. I'm your host, Gabe Thomas. With me, as always, is your co-host, Francisco Alcala. And today, we're talking about one of the most uh, hated DC films, I think. I think this has... I think this is one of the most universally hated superhero movies in general. One of the most... Yeah, this has a very infamous reputation. Of course, the film that we're talking about today is 2011's Green Lantern. Oft-mentioned, oft-parodied, and um, often criticized by the star of the film himself especially in his own more successful superhero movies i was always under the impression that this was like a movie that people hated but it did well not oh, this true movie well this movie all. didn't make any money because uh, it, like, <laughs> it's one of those things where it's like the budget was 200 million dollars which is a fucking lot of money for a green lantern movie it made, it's all that CG. It made $210 million. Mm. But then if you think about the marketing for this, it was a lot. There yeah. was a lot of marketing, lots of tie-ins. There was a video game, uh, which I wish I did more research in. And that's going to be the thesis of this episode. Is I wish I did more research because I watched this movie, I didn't enjoy myself, and then I didn't think about it again i wanted to be like oh i i read the top 10 green lantern runs and i learned so much oh fucking i didn't because i this movie took away all my enthusiasm to learn about green lantern ever again i mean you and everyone else when was the last time green lantern has been in literally anything yeah well <laughs> justice league they're in justice league for for 20 it's seconds true. and it's better than the inclusion of them in this whole movie honestly <laughs> if i'm being completely honest with myself all what three of them yeah. that are named characters in the movie. Yeah, exactly. Have are maybe in one scene each. The whole core. Yes. Whenever we watch one of these where it's like everybody in the whole world has always made fun of it and hated it, I always want to go in and be like, well, maybe there's something in this that people missed. No. This movie sucks. <laughs> this is a bad film. This movie's fucking there's terrible. There's nothing good about it, really. Well, that, I wouldn't say there's nothing good. There's a couple of things where I'm like, oh, almost. But no, and this was probably done better in like Guardians of the Galaxy mm-hmm. or any other remotely cosmic superhero movie. It's... Any other space-based superhero movie is probably <laughs> better than this one. Or any other origin movie. Nothing... Any other movie. <laughs> any movie <laughs> I could be watching. There's really nothing special about this. I don't think there was anything new to this movie in 2011 and there certainly isn't by 2023 no. happy new year everybody by the way <laughs> yeah first episode of the new year <laughs> this is the first movie i watched all year also mm, setting good start a, to the year a precedent you know what i feel like i've been having a pretty good 2023 not this though <laughs> this is the worst thing that's happened to me so far this year is watching worst thing that's ever happened to me in my life <laughs> yeah, that might be true too <laughs> watching and now talking about green lantern uh no no thank you Okay, here's a question. Mm-hmm. Uh, when was the last time you saw this movie, and how many times have you seen it? I think I've seen this twice ever, and the last time would have been like 2018, maybe 17. Okay. And I watched it with a friend because we were like, maybe it wasn't that bad. That's always how it goes. 
with when I rewatch one of these, it's always like, well, it maybe can't it, be that bad. Maybe yeah, exactly. Maybe it wasn't that bad. Maybe maybe this was misunderstood because there's lots of like movies that get trashed on where I'm like, yeah, but that's like kind of fun or, or interesting, you know? Like Daredevil is fun and it's like fun and goofy, and but Ghost it's not Rider, a good, like, it's not yeah, a good movie. Or like Ghost Rider <laughs> is fun and it's like yeah, Ghost Rider I will defend until I die. Yeah, so those <laughs> ones. I think do deserve reevaluation. Fucking Batman Robin. Batman Robin is like the go-to worst superhero movie ever made. It's f- so fun. It's so <laughs> fun. It's so interesting. Behind the scenes and on screen, that movie, I could talk about it for the rest of my life. Green Lantern is just a bunch of people who hate each other making a movie. Except for Ryan Reynolds and Blake Lively because they got fucking married. That's a similarity to Daredevil. They met on the set of this movie, and they they got oh, married, they? and they're still married. Okay. Which I think is very funny. Whenever Ryan Reynolds is like, "Man, I wish I never did Green Lantern." Yeah, it's like, mm. interesting. Don't say that. Maybe, maybe. Yeah, maybe don't maybe don't phrase it like that. Yeah. Remember when he made Deadpool two, and the end of that movie, the last joke in that movie, or one of the last jokes, is he goes back in time and he kills Ryan Reynolds when he gets the Green Lantern script, so he could never make Green Lantern. So he could never meet his wife and have his children. Yeah. <laughs> what do you think? I know we discussed this on the Deadpool episode, but it's more applicable here. What do you think about the whole Ryan Reynolds shtick? Are you into it? Are you tired of, of it? Of just Ryan Reynolds playing himself in every yeah, movie? Yeah, of that whole kind of vibe. Um, I didn't mind it so much when I hadn't watched so many Ryan Reynolds movies. Mm-hmm. He's charming until you've seen like three of his movies, and then it's like, all right. Yeah, I, I get it now. Uh, <laughs> he seems like a, a nice guy, and he can be very funny. I watched, I was like, I'm going to watch another Ryan Reynolds movie, just so I have something else to talk about. I watched The Adam Project from last year. I don't know if you know what that is. I heard about it. It, it was a Netflix movie last year. A big Netflix movie has like Mark Ruffalo and Zoe Saldana and a bunch of other people. And, you know, it's it's fun enough, but it's a Ryan Reynolds movie. And it's from the director of Free Guy. And Free Guy makes me, like, want to fucking kill myself. Oh, absolutely. More than most movies that exist. I mean, it's a corporate movie about video games. Of course it makes me want to kill myself. Yeah, with these <laughs> constant cutaways to Twitch streamers reacting to the film I'm watching. And Taika Waititi being the worst he has ever been in a movie. Oh, God, yeah. Which is saying something. Uh, we'll, talk about, movie. we'll talk about that in a little bit, yeah. <laughs> I don't even know if I'm tired of... Because there's also a difference for me at this point between Deadpool and Ryan Reynolds movies. Because, like, Deadpool mm. is Ryan Reynolds, but that's him he's going at, at, like... He's playing a character. He's playing a character, and he's going at, like, 300% in those movies. Mm-hmm. Ryan Reynolds just playing Ryan Reynolds mostly in bad movies that he clearly doesn't want to be in isn't charming to me. I'm not like, oh, it's funny that you're doing this ironically pretty much. Because like, now this is just, like, sad. Yeah, well, it's almost like, and it's not as bad, but it's like when we talk about The Rock, and it's like, The Rock doesn't have a really great movie that he was in. I don't know if Ryan Reynolds was in a good movie ever. <laughs> like, not it's not as bad. I'm sure there are examples, but when I actually think about all the movies that he's been in, no, no, it's not. And I don't know if he had a bad agent who hated him or something, or <laughs> he's just bad at picking projects, but this yeah, is... Yeah, because it seems like a lot of the movies he, like, 
is in, he just doesn't want to be in them. No. He doesn't like them. And they're bad. Like, he knows that they're bad, and he's right that they're bad. Yeah. But why does he keep doing them? Because this is after Blade Trinity and X-Men Origins Wolverine, mm-hmm. and he's bad he in both of those. He lesson yet. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> you know, I will say, he's probably better in both of those movies than he is in this, though. Because I've never seen a man just so fucking bored and dejected and he's doing bits but mm. it's the stagiest acting i've ever seen it's the fakest thing i've ever seen it was like watching entourage speaking of stagey that's probably why the acting's so bad he's on a sound stage it's true the entire movie i was watching a compilation <laughs> not even a full edited video it was just like 10 second clips of, of them filming different scenes of this movie and it's just there's nothing there yeah there's it's ne- ne- there it's like entirely just green screen and blue screen like there's there's nothing the entire movie. There isn't a real costume. There isn't real other characters. But there's also... This movie has a fucking monster cast for some reason. Because it has Ryan Reynolds. It has Blake Lively. It has fucking... Uh, is it Angela Bassett's in this movie? <laughs> Before she was in Black Panther. It has um, Pierre Sarsgaard. It has uh, Mark Strong. It has fucking Michael Clark Duncan. It has... Um, Jeffrey Rush, like it's just this this monster cast of all these people, and most of them have been in real movies before. And all of them didn't want to be in this one. Clearly. No, and it's weird because this is directed by Martin Campbell, who directed two of the best James Bond movies. He directed Goldeneye and Casino Royale, and both of those movies are like they start those eras of Bond. They're the first Bond movies with those guys as that character, and they're great, and they're memorable, and they're like these beloved action movies. And now he just makes schlock, like, after this. Yeah, like, how did he fumble so hard? I don't know. Well, maybe because in those movies you're in real locations with real actors. Yeah, maybe this actually, you know, something to look at. Yeah, exactly. And this, nobody knows what they're doing. He's in a motion capture suit for most of the movie. Mm-hmm. James Cameron isn't there to, like, tell you what's going on. Yeah. Martin Campbell's there, and he doesn't fucking know what's going on. I don't blame him. I don't blame Ryan Reynolds. But nobody here is creating a thing I want to watch. And it's $200 million. That's so much. That's so much money. When I finish this movie with how much CG there is and, like, how much you can tell there's just, like, nothing anytime anyone's on screen, this should have just been an animated movie. Because then at least it would have been, like, a 5 out of 10 at least. It's just, like, the narrative sucks, but at least it's not like I'm looking at whatever the CG in this movie is. And there's been a bunch of Green Lantern animated movies. Around that time, there was, like, mm-hmm. First Flight and Emerald Knights, and there was a there's one, like, last year with Jon Stewart, I think. And I haven't watched those, but I'm sure they're better. And this was another, like, everybody just wants Nathan Fillion to play a character because Nathan Fillion can just play all these characters who are all the same kind of quippy guy. They want him for Hal Jordan. They want him for fucking Nathan Drake. They want him for a hundred other things. Anytime it's just, like, a vaguely Nolan Northy sounding guy who kind of just... He's discount Nolan North. (laughs) Yeah, he'll just, like, throw something out there, but he can, like, physically act. It's, it had to be Nathan Fillion, uh, even though he's, like, he's old now. Yeah, he's pretty he's <laughs> And he <laughs> might have been too old when Green Lantern came out, but I don't know. I don't think that would have saved this. This is a bad movie. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I knew that it was going to be bad literally by the first scene, where it is just, like, two minutes straight of just, like, being told a bunch of exposition. nonsense. Sure, it's just yeah. a bunch of exposition by a narrator Mm -hmm. as it's like flying through space yeah it's like oh this is a this is a bad way to start (laughs) in parallax 
is Parallax worse than the Rise of the Silver Surfer Galactus? Because he has a face, <laughs> but I still think it's worse somehow. Because at least Galactus, there is some sort of... If there feels like more of a threat. Parallax wants to go down and he wrecks like one city. I feel like Galactus is at least going to destroy the world. Parallax being a character, big air quotes there, makes it worse than if he was just some weird fucking uh, weather channel forecast storm to me. Yeah, he might as well have just been a faceless cloud. Yeah. Like, like this is like the worst villain possible. The only <laughs> interesting thing about Parallax is that he, uh, to kill people, he takes their skeletons out of their bodies. I was going to mention that. First five minutes of the movie, there's already people turning into skeletons, That's technically. The, that's the highlight. That's the <laughs> highlight of the film. There are brief glimpses of something in this movie. I'm not going to deny it. I'm not going to say this is the worst superhero movie we've ever seen. It's it's up there. It's bad. Definitely, definitely one of them. And it's insulting to me. That budget is insulting. The people who are in it, I feel bad for a lot of them. Just a multimedia nightmare, quite frankly. The trailers, I remember being really weak, and they have that. I mean, they didn't have much to work with. Let's no, and they have that, like, he's doing a weird Han Solo impression kind of in the trailers where he's like this cool cocky guy which is all he ever does but in this it feels so much faker than it usually does you're late this test today it's important i'm gonna make you look good up there don't worry now let's get these pants off and fly some planes so Aben sir crashes onto earth right because he got so scared by parallax that he died <laughs> And he crashes to the earth. No, he gets shot in the shoulder and dies. Oh, that's right. He gets (laughs) in his escape pod, and he gets shot, and he crashes, and he gives Hal Jordan the ring because Hal Jordan sucks now, but one day he might not. Not only that, but they were also explaining how the rings work. And this is, like, structurally, this is the worst thing I've ever heard. It's like, our battery powers our suits which power the rings, which need to be recharged in, in our lanterns, lanterns that are powered by will. And it's like, why is this so complicated? Why are there like six steps to just using the ring? And why does Oa look like Coruscant? Like it looks like a Star <laughs> Wars prequel planet that's empty, but it has all these weird alien designs created by more creative people than the people writing are, the movie. Most of them are bugs for some reason. There's a lot of bugs or just animals that are anthropomorphic in the yeah. background, which to me is one of the better parts of the movie because I'm just looking in the background like, yeah, there's a lot of fucking freaks here and I like that. It's not just a bunch of bunch of white guys or whatever. Mm-hmm. I mean, the rest of the movie is a bunch of white guys for sure, but Blake Lively and Ryan Reynolds' chemistry is bad. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know how they got married because <laughs> um, they seem, you know, they're fun in real life. They've done like interviews together and they're always talking about each other and whatever and that stuff's cool in but this movie, didn't translate. they don't look like they like each other no in any sense <laughs> which jennifer garner and ben affleck have better chemistry in daredevil mm-hmm. comparatively to me i can see the trajectory or like angelina jolie and brad pitt and mr and mrs smith or something where i'm like oh, okay you met your very famous wife in this movie and i understand why you guys hit it off but in this movie in maybe this movie... it's just maybe it's just because they both hated making this movie and they look upset maybe once the cameras were off they were like it's fucking weird, isn't it? I think I like so. This because there's nothing to do. That has to be it. Like I think they're just so they're just struggling so hard to get through the scenes that yeah. they just can't act. They look miserable. <laughs> Everybody kind of does. Except for the CG people. Except for the CG people. <laughs> what do you think about that suit? Because if I'm being honest. Terrible. Like 
But what are you going to do? What else are you going to do? Not that. I think if it didn't have the over design on it, if it didn't have like the abs and the pulsating yeah, lines constantly. Yeah, it's just overly designed. It's overly designed, but I don't think the effect is that bad. I think the effect looks a little weird. Like, I don't know how else they could have done it, but it could have been done a little better. Yeah. I, maybe I, don't, I don't like the shade of green or something. I think the mask also doesn't match the rest of the oh, costume. Oh, no. The mask is like a way lighter shade of green. Yeah. That I don't like. And also just looks like, at the very least, just give him a, an actual mask. Like I guess so. Or give him a mask and then touch it up, maybe. Yeah, like just... Don't make it just a, a strip of green. Yeah, but my problem has never been that the suit is CG. It's it's over-designed, but I don't really want him running around in a leather outfit. No, I don't either. I think it's... I get why it's a CG suit, but the CG suit just looks terrible. Yes. And it's not even just on him. Even on like the CG characters, the suit looks terrible. It's like it's a design issue. It's not a, like a CG issue. Yeah, they look weird too. Like, this, the Green Lantern suits in this movie on every character just look wrong. What do you think about the fact that... <laughs> I'm pacing this so I can say it. Hector Hammond did an alien autopsy and it got into his brain and then his head became so big that he became evil. <laughs> what do you think about that? Um, incredibly stupid. I don't, I don't understand most of the plot that was happening on Earth. I don't know why it needed to be in the Was movie. there not enough of a threat just from the big alien that's going to come and eat the planet or whatever? Yeah, I didn't understand the point of his entire character because he was kind of just there, didn't do much, and then got pranked with the Green Lantern ring and then died. Yeah. <laughs> like, he didn't really do anything. But, okay, what happened to him? Because I think I said this off-air, but I watched this like a week ago, and he was doing the autopsy, and then he just had a big head, right? Did something happen? Did he get alien blood in in like was it like the leader where he got alien blood in a cut in his hand or whatever? Or did he I just don't... go so crazy because he stood too close to an alien? No, I think I think they said that there was something in the wound that he was analyzing because he got shot by parallax, and I guess there was some fear related thing in it. Oh, he got too scared. Yeah, and his head got so, so big. Like some. Something got into his body when he was analyzing it or something, and then his his skull grew. Did he have powers? Or he just had a big head? Yeah, he did. Yeah, he had he, psychic powers. Yeah, he had he psychic. He was throwing people around. into that person's eye, yeah. which is pretty grisly for this movie, by the way. I remember that from being a kid and just like, oh, that's like, pretty okay. real. I don't know about that. I think the scene where... <laughs> Sounds so stupid. I think the scene where Kilowog trains <laughs> Hal Jordan on Oa is is a, is okay. I think it's fine. It's fine. Because I like great, Michael Clark Duncan. The fundamental issue with Hal Jordan as a character in this movie is that not only is he so uncreative, but the writers are so uncreative that everything he oh, creates. Oh my god! Yeah, that like was like my biggest issue. A with this gun, movie. a plane, a sword. It's like. Literally, his entire power is just being creative, and there's no creativity in this entire movie. You could buy the Green Lantern Hot Wheels track. Yeah, the best they could do is a Hot Wheels track. $95. Retail price. Really? We couldn't come up with like anything better? He saw a Hot Wheels track earlier. It's a payoff, Randy. That's called setup and payoff. He saw a big Hot Wheels track in his nephew's room or whatever, and then Great. he made a big Hot Wheels track later. He went maybe... 
five feet from the sun at the end of the movie and yeah, he's still I was, a human man. I was really confused. I was like, there's no way he's supposed to be that close. Like, if you're within the gravitational pull of the sun that close to it, you should be dead. You like, should have been dead a couple hundred miles ago. A couple hundred? Like, a couple thousand miles yeah, ago. Yeah, yeah, that's, like, that's it, it. Like, you can't get that close to the sun. You will just burn up and die instantly. Oh, yeah. Like, even Parallax had to get, like, right up against the sun to die. And he like, punched him with a big green fist. That's the end of the movie. It's yeah, not like, he oh. He kind of screamed in Hal Jordan's face, like, three times, and then got punched with a giant fist into the sun. And he was like, I'm bad, and that's good, or whatever he says <laughs> at the end of the movie. The bigger you are, the faster you burn. Which I was like, I don't even, I remember that was a callback, but I couldn't even remember who said it. <laughs> I guess Sinestra or some shit, or that fucking bird, man. Okay, I'm sorry. This is a problem that I have with Sinestro, the character, and not this movie specifically. Mm-hmm. This motherfucker's name is Sinestro and has the most evil facial hair in the universe. Oh my god, yeah. How is this man a, how is this man a Green he's Lantern? Like evil how is no one suspicious? I don't know. And he's constantly yelling at people. He's constantly telling Hal Jordan that, oh, you can't be a Green Lantern. Yeah, it's like, oh, you're a piece of shit. I'm gonna go use... Literally, we gotta use the big evil powers against the big evil guy. It won't do anything to be, I promise. This is the only way. And he told those guys... This movie has an obsession with just a guy, and he's like a normal guy, but he has a big-ass head. Because all the Oa Guardians just have big heads. Parallax has a big head in a cloud. Sinestro's got a big-ass head. Fucking Hector Hammond's whole plot whole is, that his is that he gets head got head. too big. Like, I, I don't know. They turned on big head mode for every character <laughs> in Green Lantern, and it didn't work out. Another thing I like. I gotta, like, intersperse little compliments. I like the part where Blake Lively is like... Like he shows up to to Carol Ferris's house or whatever, and he's like, "Hey," and she's like, "You're Hal Jordan." He's like, "What the fuck?" She's like, "Yeah, you put on a tiny little mask, and you thought I was gonna know yeah, who you, you were, like, idiot." Yeah, I've known you like my entire life. Covering your cheekbones isn't gonna yeah. make me not be able to tell. Who that you was are. a cute line. <laughs> anyway, back to the rest of the movie. Why is Taika Waititi so tan? Why do they spray him down? And also. Uh, apparently this is just something that I catch in every movie. His accent is incredibly inconsistent. Oh, some sure, scenes yeah. I don't even remember him having accent. an accent. No, some scenes he has his normal accent, and then other scenes you can tell that he's very... Not doing a great job, but he's trying to put on an American accent. They like, probably he's trying told to hide him it. to. Probably. They tried to make him look n- like white, almost. Yeah. They like, tried to white-face Taika Waititi a little bit. Off. <laughs> yeah, uh, and he's bad. He sucks. He's a bad version of that character. I'm over Taika, generally, I think. I, I mean, think I'm everybody just, is. We're just done at this point. <laughs> Everyone saw Thor 4, more Thor, and we're like, eh, I Maybe, think we're done. And just, I mean, not even that movie, but the interviews for me, where he's like, oh, I know the effects are so bad. You did this. Yeah, this is like this don't is your insult fault. the the people that you overworked for maybe a year. You fucker. Don't insult the people that you overworked and severely underpaid. Yeah, I'll kill you. You broke all their hands now. That's why everything looks bad again. We we had good effects and everything. We have bad effects now because you make twenty things a year. Not Taika, just everybody. It's fine. Kevin Feige said they're cutting down on it. I fucking hope so. I don't believe that. But... I don't know. I don't know. Everybody wind back. That's a different show. That's all whole other show i really when they did a phase five um phase five and six announcement i really wanted to do an episode where we just talked about it and it was gonna be called like mcu phases and the sweet release of death <laughs> we're two movies away i don't know if you realize that we have what? dark knight rises oh, and it's man of steel really? and then we're in it we're in it for already we're so Damn. close yeah i forgot <laughs> everything 
we have left to talk about is going to be like a four hour long episode and I'm n- really nervous about it because when we start talking about Zack Snyder movies it just goes forever yeah it never ends whenever we have to talk about that that how hack. long is Man of Steel I feel like it's a long one it's like it? two hours and like 40 minutes or something I don't know That's I, thought. That's I a, thought it was like a two and a half hour one this movie is only an hour and 53 minutes thank or something. god yeah, it's still too long. This should yeah. have been an eighty-one minute movie, and it still would have been too it fucking been a long. Seventy-minute movie. Yeah, this should have been a twenty-minute animated thing on the fucking Justice League Doom DVD. I would watch that, and it would have still made me upset, but it would have been okay. Not a two hundred million dollar movie. I didn't even fucking realize that Angela Bassett was supposed to be Amanda Waller. I know. I didn't like that. Like flew right over my head until like I thought back to that scene. I was like. Who did she say she was? <laughs> that's shocking. I didn't realize she was in another thing before Suicide yeah, Squad. That's why I was like, I'm sure not very many people like even bad an eye at it. Yeah. But like, now that we're here, it's pretty big. It's like, huh? That was that was weird. I think there was also, an, she was a doctor. <laughs> there was an Amanda Waller on Arrow, I think, before because Arrow is just a testing ground for the movies. Because <laughs> they kind of had a Suicide Squad thing where you he, like heard Harley Quinn or whatever. I don't know if you know anything about that. I know literally nothing about the Arrowverse. I actually, okay. I'm gonna, I'm really gonna butcher this, but mm-hmm. I really do want to talk about the Arrowverse for a second because there is a subplot on that across many shows, uh-huh. like recently. That is so interesting to me, and I don't even remember the full timeline of events, but I watched a bunch of videos from the show, and like I think it's the Arrow season finale. There's this character, John Diggle. <laughs> That's his name. Okay, good start. Diggle. L- dig in the name. Dig, dig in the name. And I think that maybe in the comics he's a Green Lantern or something because there's one billion Green Lanterns. I don't know. But basically in the finale, you see something crash... And then he, like, runs up to it, and you see the green glow on his face. So it's basically like, oh, a Green Lantern has died, and now the ring's going to go to this guy or whatever. Mm. And my understanding, I'm sorry for all of you people who love the Arrowverse. I know nothing about it. I stopped watching after, like, The Flash Season 2 or something. Yeah, four episodes of The Flash. (laughs) Exactly. Four episodes and across shows and all of the stuff. He kept showing up, and he had, like, this box and the implication was, they never showed it, but the implication was there was a Green Lantern ring in that box and he was going to go on to be a Green Lantern and everybody was like, oh my God, is there going to be a Green Lantern CW show? Are it they going to go anywhere. Are they going to do something? He kept showing up and all these things and he would talk ominously about like the core or whatever and just all this destiny. I've had friends examine every inch of it and all they could tell me is that it's knowledge is beyond any current human understanding and then in the final appearance either of that character or just of that subplot i think he's talking to some sort of i, I don't know he's, he's talking to somebody some big evil villain or somebody super powerful and he like gives up the box it gets like exploded or whatever and you never see what was inside it so for maybe years this thing was built up, and the resolution was... They blew it up. It got destroyed, and he never used it once, and you never even saw what it was. I don't want this. I don't want any of this. Do you hear me? The answer's no! That's kind of funny. So that is fascinating to me. What also is fascinating to me is in the show Stargirl, which is a DC show that nobody knows exists, mm-hmm. but apparently is pretty good, just like... 
Doom Patrol and all those where it's like, yeah, nobody's watched it, but apparently the three people who did think it's great. So that'll all get rediscovered in video essays in five years or whatever. Yeah. But in Stargirl, it's like the second episode or something, and I watched this clip. She just has a Green Lantern ring. Like, they're, like, in a workshop, and they're testing all this equipment, and he's like, here's the Green Lantern ring. And she, like, uses like, it. what the fuck? She uses it and does stuff with it. No one's seen that show. Nobody knows about that. But it's real. What does the ring actually do? Well, for one thing, it can create anything that you will it to. How would I even do that? Just think of something. Picture it in your head. And I'll link That's all this insane. stuff below. I just think the weird inclusion of Green Lantern imagery throughout different DC shows is fascinating. Because it is a hard and expensive thing to pull off. Yeah. Again, everyone is clowning on the Green Lanterns. Like, nobody wants to do anything with them. I know. He was supposed to be in the Snyder Cut, and they cut it out because of racism or whatever. (laughs) Yeah, because Zack Snyder's racist or something. No, because (laughs) they were racist. Zack Snyder was like, let's put Jon Stewart in Green Lantern. And they were like... You want to do what? <laughs> you can you can have a, a black character as long as they're green in this scene. He's like, I was this close. <laughs> I is the same kind of thing. But no, it's like, I guess okay, not. we'll put Green Lantern in the movie, but make him make him white. Yeah, <laughs> make him an alien and be in it for twenty seconds. The thing that makes John Stewart the best Green Lantern is not just for representation reasons, because people are always like, oh, John Stewart, he's a fucking construction worker or like an architect, so he's creative. And he can make cool stuff. Yeah. Hal Jordan's a fucking himbo. That's literally... Green Lantern's entire job is just making cool stuff. Why the fuck would you give it to anybody else? He just makes like a minigun and a sword. And it's not like the other Green Lanterns are making cooler things. But at least in that Kilowog training scene that I said was okay. It's okay because he just like beats the shit out of him. Yeah. And he drops like fucking rocks on him and stuff. And that's not much better. But at least it's like... Oh, you thought about something. Yeah, it's like... It's something. And I've never seen more weightless CG than anything that Ring does. Mm -hmm. Because not a single, like, Green Lantern construct feels real. Nobody on that planet feels real. Everyone sounds like they're in a fucking studio. And nobody's looking at or talking to each other. Mm -hmm. I've just seen, like, this is the emptiest goddamn movie I've ever fucking watched. Yeah. It's It's a shame. It is. It's really sad. There's so much potential with Green Lantern. I know he's a lot of he's a favorite character of a lot of people because you can do anything with him, and that's exciting. And this movie just wasted that. And I am not like a particularly big Green Lantern fan. I think they're interesting, and I like when they show up in other stuff. But I couldn't imagine being like a big fan, and then this comes out, and you're like, oh my god, a big budget Green Lantern movie finally. I know. I'm so glad. I'm. I know literally nothing about Green Lantern as a character or just like the concept at all. Because I, yeah. if I enjoyed that character to any extent, I think I'd be much more angry about this movie. I know more about Green Loon Turn, which is when Daffy Duck gets the Green Lantern ring in like a one-off cartoon or uh-huh. whatever. That's what I know about. And unfortunately, I don't think Green Loon Turn appeared in the film. Damn. In blackest day or brightest night, watermelon, cantaloupe, yada yada, a superstitious and cowardly lot, with liberty and justice for all. The finale of this movie is there's a big cloud going through the city and then Hal Jordan tricks into going into space and he punches into the sun. Mm-hmm. And I barely even remember any of that happening. Like, yeah. I don't even remember watching any of that, but I know that's what happened. It just kind of happens. It's like the last 10 minutes of the movie. <laughs> there's no fight. There's nobody for him to actually fight. Yeah. They oh, just, yeah. I feel like there's no sense of urgency in this movie whatsoever. Because... 
Parallax doesn't even do anything. He gets attacked by the Green Lanterns once, but he he doesn't actually attack them. He just kind of sits around for a while and then shows up on Earth for some reason and then is thrown into the sun, which is the much more inferior sun-based death. Very true, <laughs> because the greatest sun-based death of all time is when Icarus flew into the sun because he was so sad Out of guilt. that he killed himself. <laughs> Eternals is a great movie. Sure. Green I wouldn't Lantern, go that far, but... Comparatively. Green Lantern is mindless garbage made by people who didn't give a fuck, which is really unfortunate, not just for the fans, because there's probably people who wanted to make this movie who did care about that character. They didn't get to. They went with the safest possible option, and now nobody likes it, and there's a stigma against Green Lantern now, and that's the reason we haven't fucking seen one in 12 years. Yeah, this movie was so bad that no one ever wants to touch the character of Green Lantern ever again. <laughs> yeah, and I, if I was DC, I would be upset. Like, you, it's okay if, you know, you have to make fun of Green Lantern in the Deadpool movies a, a little bit, but that just keeps reminding people of that. Like, you're going to just keep hammering in, that character doesn't work for everybody. Whenever anyone thinks of Green Lantern, they don't think about the comics, they just think about, oh, Ryan Reynolds said that he doesn't like that movie. So I guess we don't need to do that Yeah, I again. guess Green Lantern bad. Yeah, that doesn't destroy all potential of fixing this character. There's tons of fucking superheroes who have great movies and terrible movies. And sometimes they have great movies for a while and then the movies get worse. Or they have terrible movies for a while and then somebody figures it out. That's the whole point of all of this. So I'm just saying, give Green Lantern another chance. I would love to see a great John Stewart Green Lantern movie. Yeah, don't make it Hal Jordan. No more Hal Jordan, the most boring man. If anything, we can let this movie ruin Hal Jordan for that's everyone, fine. but don't let it ruin Green Lantern for everyone. Yeah, that's, that's actually a fun character. That's actually a very good point that you just made because I'm okay if this ruins Hal Jordan's perception because I don't care about that Because he's so character. fucking boring. And maybe he isn't in the books. I don't know. I'm not going to go there. But from what I've seen, and comparatively to the other people who are Green Lantern, to the, the Guy Gardeners and the Kyle Rayners and all the freaks out there, he's the least interesting one he always has, been, but he's also the safest bet, which is why they went with it's him. It's because he's just a guy. <laughs> Watching fighter jet movies after Top Gun Maverick also is just not fun. <laughs> it's impossible. Like I'm just like, oh man, wish I was watching that other one. I remember there was an era where people wanted Tom Cruise to be fucking Hal Jordan. Like a washed up old Hal Jordan, which would be kind of funny. <laughs> it would be kind of be funny, kind of but I don't want to see that. Yeah, uh, I don't know. Or if you wanted to do something like that, like put him alongside a John Stewart. Don't make him the protagonist. Yeah, don't make him the main character, and or don't make him the only character. If you want to have a washed up Hal Jordan, though, that's a better idea for that character. I think mm-hmm. you want to have a sixty year old Hal Jordan who's like, I did all that space shit and it broke my brain. Telling that to a new, fresh faced John Stewart, that's what I want. Give me that movie. You know, make him an interesting character, please. Yeah, make it a make it like a <laughs> make movie. Make him a character. Make it a movie I can watch. A movie I'm not again playing uh, flow free on my phone during. The- <laughs> no, I don't even think I was. I think I was just watching in disbelief and like I would get bored and start looking around the house like oh and still not miss anything. Thinking in the about plot. Well, I need to get the store later or whatever. <laughs> I don't know, man. I just it really is one of the worst of the worst, and that's a shame because. There's potential here, and most of the people who made this have gone on to better things, but that Green Lantern character really hasn't. Also, no. the the fucking... I don't want to keep just going, oh, that's, this looks bad, this looks bad, but this whole movie looks like ass. It, yeah. <laughs> and the lantern and ring look bad. Yeah, okay, the ring is too chunky it's for so me. It's so big. It's, it's, it's almost a brick. And the lantern... <laughs> 
is weird too. Blanchard's it's just, just ugly. It's just sitting in his living room too when he's talking to Taika Waititi. He's just sitting on the fucking counter. I didn't even notice it. It doesn't pop out. It looks like a lamp. Yeah. It's also not a very like bright color. It's like almost no, black. Everything is a different shade of green in this movie. Yeah, there's no consistency. I like the part <laughs> where they do the oath and then they all shoot their rings up into the sky and you see like a, th- a million beams of, of mm-hmm. green energy go up. That part's cool. Anyway, I fucking hate this movie. The first time that he uses, and I've heard other people talk about this, the first time that he uses the the ring is those three guys come up and they like accost him. They're like, you took our jobs, you, you ruined our lives. And he punches one of them into space. Like he kills a man straight up. They're all in the alley surrounding him and he fucking uppercuts one and he's dead. Like he killed a, a normal human man. Guy. What the hell is that? <laughs> It also shows like this is the worst person they could have given the Green Lantern ring because the first thing he did was murder a man and probably almost kill two other people. But he's only human, Franny. Yeah, he's only human. When we're scared, we say, ah! (laughs) (laughs) I'm really nervous to talk about The Dark Knight Rises next week, but for different reasons. Mm -hmm. For reasons where it's like, this is one of the best scenes in a Batman movie. This makes me want to throw up. (laughs) This is one of the best scenes. This is the worst Dark Knight movie. <laughs> yeah, it, it is. Which, you know, the worst Dark Knight movie ain't bad, but... Mm-hmm. It's still, still a Dark Knight it's movie. It's gonna be a but... big one. And a lot of people fucking love that movie. So, who knows how you'll feel about it. I'm very, yeah, very we'll, excited. We'll see. Uh, but this... It just isn't it. And I am really sorry to the Green Lantern fans out there. I'm not sorry to Ryan Reynolds. He's dealt with it, clearly. He's made He's up for it. He's doing just fine. He's alright. They've been talking about doing that show forever, like an HBO show. Mm-hmm. Do it. Just do it. Somebody do something with this character. I don't like that this is the, still the reference point for this character. Mm-hmm. Can we just like forget that it exists? Can we just not talk about it ever Hold on. again? Okay, I forgot about it. Yeah, that was all it took. One last thing. Mm-hmm. End on a positive. I really like the little Sinestro scene at the end. The post credit scene. I don't know if you saw it, where he, where he turns yellow. I did. That's cool. But it also implies that they thought they were getting another movie. Yeah. You know what? It's so. like the fucking Dragon Ball Evolution post credit scene uh, where Piccolo is like in the little bed and he's like, oh, I'm so weak. <laughs> it's like that. But what I kind of miss, and we still get them sometimes, but like a post credit scene that actually sets up a sequel and isn't yeah, like. Yeah, a post credit scene that actually like does something and yeah. isn't just like a joke or yeah isn't a joke or doesn't set up like a movie for another character or no you know what even that's okay because one of the best i don't even know if it's one of the best because it's so simple but just one where i'm like fundamentally that is what i want from a post-credit scene is the iron man 2 one where you pull up and you see thor's hammer and that's it it's like okay thor's next that's all you need that's all you fucking need yeah and like they don't need to be very long because i feel like the post-credit scenes keep getting like longer and longer mm-hmm. like, just give me something short that like shows what you're making next. That's it. That's yeah. all I need. Or like that one time that Morbius was in the desert, he he had pulled up in the Audi, and then the Vulture shows up after having appeared in his prison cell, and he's in a new Vulture costume that he he had made from potentially yeah it was Chitari uh, technology in in the MCU. I guess he found something like that in the Morbius averse. <laughs> Maybe some sort of Venom space rock. Into the Morboverse, he found some sort of Venom space rock, potentially. Anyway, he found another source of alien technology um, from the walk from his prison cell to Morbius. And he made a new vulture costume. And a man who 
was maybe Michael Keaton, but was maybe just whoever said like, hey, Morbius, I'm thinking about assembling a team. I don't know how I got here, but it probably has something to do with Spider-Man. For some reason. Do you want to get maybe four other people uh, together and we will stop Spider-Man? And Morbius yes, said, I, Michael Morbius, would love to fight Spider-Man, who I know nothing about and have never interacted with. And Morbius said, intriguing. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> intriguing. Um, anyway, that's another example of my favorite Chris scenes. But all that is to say that I think the Sinestro scene, it's like, oh, man, you know what? It looks better uh, in a yellow costume, almost like he was always designed to be that way. Yeah, the Sinestro post-credit scene is probably the best scene in the movie. Yeah. Probably because it's about 10 seconds and has nothing to do with the actual movie. And there's no dialogue. <laughs> no one is talking. Oh, oh you you missed it. But the other night, um, I was hanging out with, with, with James Delisio, and we came up with the real Sinister Six that we would like to see, uh, which is which is Red Yoda, Baby Joker, <laughs> um, uh, um, um, Robert Graysmith from Zodiac. Don't worry about that one. Mm-hmm. The Thing. Uh, or Michael Chiklis, just as himself. <laughs> Lego Joker <laughs> and uh, the Vulture. That's the Sinister Six that we have designed. Okay. What do you I think? I see it. Yeah. Yeah. I approve of this. I think so. We were also talking about how when Sony does the Sinister Six, they'll probably fuck up and only have five members. <laughs> like they'll forget because that's pretty on brand. They'll have five, or they'll they'll have like seven. It'll be too many, or yeah, or not enough. It's Absolutely. Like, it's like you had one job. And you somehow fucked it up. Like, yeah. they can't count. Well, I mean, No Way Home, there's five, right? Mm-hmm. You know? Which, that's, but to me, that's not really supposed to be the Sinister Six. No. It's like, no, there were five Maguire, Garfield, Spider-Man movies. Mm-hmm. There's one for me. Like, that's that's a different point that they're making. Anyway, again, we talk too much about Marvel on our DC podcast because that's what we would rather be talking <laughs> about. This movie has nothing to talk about. It's well, terrible. I wouldn't say there's nothing to talk about, but there's nothing good to talk about. There's nothing that we want to talk about. No, I. this is miserable. <laughs> and for that reason, I'm going to wrap this up. You can find us on uh, Instagram at DC Movie Pod. I guess you can find us on Twitter. I haven't looked at Twitter maybe 20 months. I don't know. You can email us at dcmoviepod at gmail.com with your embarrassing interview requests. You can find me on instagram at flipped egg i don't know if i've plugged that and maybe i don't know a very long time ago uh noah if you're listening to this uh we'll be talking about the dark knight rises soon that's exciting that's an episode i'll hopefully actually get to do some more research into even though i feel like i'm good i feel like i know what i'm talking about at that point uh thank you for listening is there anything else stay away from aliens in (laughs) in fields stay away from green lantern stay away from green lantern movie i'm gonna I don't know. Just Google best Green Lantern comics and then read them because that's what I wanted to do and, and I, I didn't have the time. Or just like watch the animated show, like the Justice League that's show. true. Oh, I God, think Green yeah. Lantern's good in that. Yes, that's better. Justice League Unlimited. That's yeah. where you all the space stuff. There we go. All right, everybody. Talk to you soon about a better movie. Hopefully. Not, I wouldn't say a great movie, but <laughs> better movie. Thank you for listening. <laughs> God, I can't wait. 
there's still 150, 200 people that work on movies like that that work their ass off. Yeah. And they're all trying to make it as good as possible. And, you know, it just suffers from that 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 typical uh, Hollywood disease, which is that, you know, we get a poster, we get a release date, we got an actor, but we don't have a script, but we're just going to start shooting anyway. And that's always tough. It's very hard to dig your way out of that. 